0: tight zone world episode 43 featuring sarah autry let's go in tight zone world i guess this week is sarah autry this is an older episode that i put in the vaults for a while because i thought it was too short and we should add more to it or something, but I'm listening to it now and it sounds fine, so here it is. Uh, some of the stuff that we talk about is now past tense. We're talking about our different tours that we're about to go on that have since happened. And I sure bashed Lawrence, Kansas a lot in this episode, but since then we had a great show in Lawrence, Kansas. So what do you know? Uh, the art this week, as always, is by Mike Riley. Check him out at mikerileycomics.com. And we're being hosted once again by Splice Today. Check out SpliceToday.com. Let's, Let's go. go.
1: I'm from Newport News, Virginia. There's not really much to say about it except that it's uh, a lot of good skate spots.
0: I think it's one of the weirdest places ever.
1: It is. Okay, so that's there is that about it. It's like super weird because there's so many people, yet like so much nothing going on. Yeah. And it's like, why why are we here? I grew up with two brothers, so I was definitely like a tomboy, crazy tomboy, like really competitive and bossy and... Scrappy, Mm. I guess I'd say, you know, just like rolling rolling with the big boys. Yeah, kind of kid like Always like really I I think I was a really intense kid because I'm a really intense intense adult. Yeah shit never changes Jumping off swings really high singing at people bossing them around acting crazy (laughs) I can see it. Yeah, it's not too hard.
0: Were you like a music head from a young age?
1: Like, I would always uh, be babysat at my grandma's house, and literally the only thing she had to do at her house was this super old piano. So I would just play on the piano all the time and like, figure out how to read music and stuff. But kind of, yeah. How
0: did you figure out how to read music?
1: She just showed me where the notes on the page was, on the piano. Figured it out. Took a really long time, though.
0: Yeah. But you can read, like, sheet music? Yeah. yeah. I think it's really hard. I used to be able to.
1: What did you play?
0: Uh, clarinet. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess you were just saying, you've you been rocking this flute for, like, forever.
1: Forever and a really... And, like, since I was ten years old, nine or ten years old, yeah. you know, they get you started young, but I really liked it and kind of, like, obsessed with one musical instrument or another mm. at the same time, you know, like, when I learned how to play flute, I was, like, so and to go that I, like, blew, th- on my first day with the flute, I blew through, like, the whole first book of stuff you're supposed to learn. Oh, wow. For the flute, it's supposed to take a year, and I did it, like. I was so like if I do this
0: really well. That's crazy. What, like I always think it's weird with like cool instruments and stuff because it's like what like I never knew like like say the clarinet. I was never like I gotta make music like my favorite clarinet players.
1: Or all right. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: like what was it about playing flute that you like
1: really like dug? Yeah, and went into. Well, I thought it was like all the. So it's gonna sound so superficial, but all the pretty girls in my school played the flute, and I would kind of like admired that, and it also just i guess this is before I was too old to be into like rock music or like pop music. I just thought all music was like amazing to listen to and to mm. like play it in any way, like you know yeah. was like enough for me, I guess
0: yeah, yeah. Well, how did you get more into, like, other kinds of music?
1: I have an older brother, five years older than me, and he would always, I'd listen to what he listened, and he would bring home, like, Bush and Nirvana and Rage Against the Machine, Foo Fighters, and that kind of stuff. So I heard it at a really young age, like, through my brother, and kind of got a taste for it there.
0: Right. Yeah. And did, did you, like, play guitar and stuff? Like
1: that? Not or then, actually. No, I started playing guitar when I was, like, 20, 21. Mm. Yeah, it was, like, I, I went to college. Yeah. Summer college for the classical flute performance. And after two years, I dropped out. And, like, the day I decided I wasn't going back, I, like, picked up my roommate's guitar and, like, started looking up chords. And it one of, like... I'm not gonna go to school for music, I'm gonna make my own.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was like weirdly now that I look back at it, it's like sounds really profound when it didn't seem that way in the moment.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, it's like, well I'm sad that I guess I'm dropping out of college. I guess like let me just twiddle with this guitar for a little bit. Yeah. Then got like obsessed with it instantly. What school? Virginia Commonwealth University in oh, okay. Richmond.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't really know what I was doing. I kind didn't really have that great of a time because I just went because other kids in my band were going from high school, you know, and growing up, you're drilled, it's kind of drilled into you, you know, you're like, you're done high school and now you got to go to go to college. So I was just there because I thought I should have been. Yeah. And wasn't really feeling it that hard. I think that's like a lot of people's yeah. just like, wait, 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 hold up. You know, like, <laughs> we think about what's <laughs> going on here. Well, you know, the whole, like, classic drop out of college, move back in with your mom. Yeah. Plan. Followed that, like, sweet little tip for a little bit. And then um, I moved to West Virginia. I, like, went there on vacation and had, like, a really amazing time. Like, met some people that I thought were really rad. So, um, moved to West Virginia a little bit and, like, started playing shows and stuff. After Liz King, yeah, she booked me for show ever.
0: For Bitch Cave.
1: Yeah. (laughs) For Bitch Cave and for like my first music project ever, which is called Mountains, Mountains, Mountains. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, there's still a MySpace page up somewhere with like some of the most god awful songs you could ever imagine if you want to like
0: entertain yourself. Nah, nah. What was it like to, I mean, start making these bands and start like, I guess like finding like minded people and stuff?
1: It was better than sex. Like, it was just like this most amazing. Like, playing with a full band for the first time is like one of the best, one of the best feelings I've ever had. Mm. Just like, because Bitch Kids started as just me, and then I, my friend Cassie joined, and then we got, you know, like it kind of piled on, but like that full first time you play with a band, just like, your your music being played by a bunch of people, so that it's like not just yours anymore, I don't know,
0: yeah,
1: it was incredible, it was like totally addicting and like infectious, yeah, inspiring that's awesome, yeah, I know it was like so depressing, kind kind of at first to when I moved to Baltimore and just had witch magic, and it was just me, mm. you know, going from like a full band to like. A solo project that you didn't really want to be a solo project, you know? It was a little sad just because it was, you know, your first band is like a true love, you know? Yeah. So, it's like breaking up or something.
0: Well, what made it break up?
1: I moved to Baltimore. Oh, It was me.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I I was the one. Yeah, so you come to Baltimore. And what made you move here?
1: Um... I'd rather not say. <laughs> okay. Just, like, I moved here with an ex. Oh, God. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I moved here with an ex. But, um, I guess, like, I was totally fine with moving here. Like, I wanted to because I met so many people from Baltimore while I lived there. While well, I lived in West Virginia. Yeah. And I lived like, if all these amazing people are, like, living in Baltimore, that's a really rad place to live, too. So, I was down with it.
0: Were you like just like I'm just solo from now on or did you want it to become like another band?
1: I don't really know how I felt felt about it. It started out as just like I was gifted a four track. And I just started tinkering around and writing songs on that. And that's how Witch Magic happened. But like I guess I always did hope for it to be like a full a full band thing. Yeah. Would have been rad, but I mean now I've got winged down.
0: Am I crazy or did, did Austin play in Witch Magic? Or am I bugging?
1: You're not bugging. Okay. We we played your album release at Tree, yeah. and he was he played keys in a set and I've I've had like a rotating cast of pals in yeah. Witch Magic, but it's never really like stuck.
0: Is Witch Magic kinda like on the back burner at the moment? But, like, I, I just like, haven't noticed you playing much shows as, the, as Witch Magic. As
1: Witch Magic? Well, it is kind of, I'm giving her a rest. Witch yeah. Magic is taking her rest. And, like, when I I write a song, I feel like the songwriting mode I'm in now as a musician is more geared towards winged Dan. Like, the songs are more appropriate mm. for a full band than they are for, like, my solo poppy or project. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure I'll go back and, you know, work on some other things at another time. But right now, Wingdam's kind of like...
0: Is it, like, all three of you writing the songs?
1: It's just me and Austin will write a song on guitar and then bring it to the band. Yeah. And Abel will figure out how to shred on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. We have all written, there's one song that we all wrote together, like, and improv it, and then it actually turned into a song. Yeah. Which is sweet. Like, Abe just started playing a beat, and then I came in with, like, a bass part, and then Austin was playing guitar, and then just, like, jammed on it for hours. Get into, um, right through. Oh, on cool. The, on the yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, when, when did Wingdam start?
1: Wingdam started... That's so funny, Asa. I remember when Austin was, like, asking me what he should call his new band.
0: Oh, cool. And
1: he was like, it's either going to be Wingdam or Lifeboat. And I was like, "Mm, neither. (laughs) 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 No, I'm in Wingdam. Um, I think it was in 2011. Yeah. In two thousand eleven I'd say he started a wing jam and it was just his solo project. Like he would make beats. It was kind of like his witch magic. Like he'd make Uh, beats and then play guitar on it.
0: And how did you join?
1: Well, Austin Austin moved into a house that I moved out of, right? Yeah. And we were like kinda like kinda pals. And Abe lived at the house that Austin had just moved into and they started jamming. Like in the uh, one day, Austin was just like, they started jamming. I don't know how that happened yeah. between them, but they kept jamming. And Austin told me, like, we need a bassist. Like, if you want to come try and play bass, I didn't play bass, mm. you know? But I was like, all right, cool. They so came in for a practice, and like, it was just too chill to be true. Like, it was so fun. and I guess it just didn't kick me out.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's how I got started on that.
0: I'm trying to think, when did you guys first, like, go on tour?
1: When we first started going on tour, maybe like 2012 or 13. Okay. Kind of, I'm not yeah. like a dates person. No, no. <laughs> I'm so I, bad.
0: no, no. <laughs> but, um, so, and is that, like, the first touring that you had done, really? Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, I've never been on tour before. No, I think we're playing our seventh and eighth tours. Nice. Yeah.
0: Well, like, what, what was it like, those first?
1: Well, it was interesting. It was, like, because you're stuck with these people and, like, getting into that groove of, like... Everybody being chill all the time was, like, a little rocky at first. Mm. That wasn't unpleasant at all. It's just, like, interesting trying to, like, hang with people 24-7 for, like, two or three weeks. Totally. (laughs) You know, that was interesting. But then you get into, like, this really, like, peaceful groove of, like, how to exist around each other constantly and, like, stoke each other up at the end of the night to, like... Get mad punk for stage. But it's sweet because I don't drive. So you know. on tour, I'm just like... Uh, <laughs> the one in the back, like, drooling. That's tight. <laughs> I know. It's kind of a bitchy move, but... What are you going to do? But you do? don't know how. I do know how. That's oh. the thing. I do know how. I'm just, like, not good at it.
0: Do like, like you have a license?
1: I've or? had cars... And I have had a license, but oh, okay. I just don't, I can't do it. It's like a phobia that I developed mm. late in life or something. I like being, like, in charge, but I'm not trying to be God, you know what I mean? Like, let the <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. But I'll play bass at the end of the night, yes. so.
0: Did Glitterus start around the, around the same time, I guess?
1: Glitterus is a total, like, accident. It's like a baby you didn't plan, but once it comes out, it's so beautiful. You had to keep it. (laughs) It's like not to be callous or anything, but yeah. Um, I like accidentally double booked myself. Like I, you had asked me, you did the professional thing and like asked me to play a show months in advance, (laughs) like a gentleman, and I said yes, and then totally forgot and like said yes to another, you know, show that was way too close to yours. So I was like. Like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do something else, because I'm not backing out on the boy Heights, <laughs> you know? So, I don't know what happened, but just, like, a switch flipped or something, and I was like, I can write rap.
0: Yeah. This will be yeah. all right. Like, what was that experience like of, of, like, not just that show, but, like, just, like, starting to, to like, do these, these rap sets and everything?
1: It was scary, honestly. Like the day of the show, I was cramming so hard. Yeah. Just like, why did I write so many lines? <laughs> like, <laughs> What am I thinking? Um, and I got you know really scared, like nervous because you know Mickey Free's rapping, and I love <laughs> Mickey Free, and you know you're rapping, and I love Height. Um. So then I just combated my nervousness by getting, like, you know, too drunk to function. Um, yeah. And then, like, you know, I did the set. I did the set. Yeah. And it, like, actually, it worked. Not too drunk to function, but, you know, whiskey nerves. Yeah. But after that, I was like, oh, they clapped. Okay, I can do anything. I was like, all right, <laughs> all right, I made it. Like, this is fine now. And I won't have to, like, you know, do my first rap set after... <laughs> Becoming a rapper three days ago. Right, right,
0: right. right.
1: <laughs> you know they should. I should have picked the name like gum wrapper or something. <laughs> Just like a <laughs> crinkled up little piece of <laughs> something <laughs> instead of something lofty like glitterous.
0: Didn't you say there's multiple glitteruses?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, proto-band pages for this band called Glitterous.
0: That doesn't exist. That
1: doesn't, they don't have any music out or anything, but it's, like, a picture of, like, two girls. Like, we're Glitterous. i was like, mm. no, you fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got the band camp to prove it. <laughs>
0: yeah, totally. There's so many fake bands, I've realized. Really? Booking this, yeah, booking this round Robin tour, because I'm like I'm like setting up this tour and I'm like kind of like booking every show myself, and it's like 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 um I'm booking like all the local acts myself like instead of like letting the promoter pick people mm-hmm. and it's like I'm just like going like people will be like oh yeah check out so and so and I start like looking at these bands and be like this isn't a real band like. Really? Like, yeah, there's like these bands that have like the Reverb Nation page with like no songs on it, and like oh. all these pictures. Like you're saying, like yeah. it's just like coming soon, and like <laughs> but it's like what it's are like they
1: that's doing? what she said, <laughs> and then she ghosted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, it was. Uh, I'm glad that. Nobody had like actually been glitterous, or I would have been totally out of ideas mm. <laughs> instantly. That's whats up. Like picking a rat name is super difficult because it has to be perfect. you know?
0: I agree. It's hard to be like I'm like super rat man or something.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's got to be the perfect mix of like. Sweet and salty. <laughs> like are just like it's gotta be either funny or sound dope or like sound killer, you know, or sound like tough or something. Yeah. You know, like height, that sounds tough. That sounds like <laughs> height, I'm tall, I'm boss, I'm over you. You know? Like they they mean more than what they say, so I was like or they mean more than like, you know, face value, so I was <laughs> Try to go big. I don't know, it's kind of like a nice alter ego to try on and, like, get in that mode.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I'm not usually, like, that explicit or, like, that funny, (laughs) really, you know what I mean? So it's just, like, stepping into a wilder, crazier me to, like, try and write some funny-ass raps.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: Like, I think that's my thing. I think I'm like a funny rapper. You know, some rappers are like super serious.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not at all. So it was like, fu- it's fun to have that project to go to when just like being more lighthearted. Oh,
0: yeah. You know, yeah, yeah.
1: like being more lighthearted and like LOLable than like, say, I'm like writing the song. I want people to really really you know like connect to you on a different level or something right it's like right. like more lighthearted for me which is fun
0: that's cool yeah. and like so i guess at some point wing Dan became like the main focus right
1: i didn't expect that to like really happen because i just started out on bass and i it was all austin songs yeah and then i realized i was like oh i can bring like a song in and you know we'll work on it like that, like that. So it was. Yeah. It's kind of interesting how that ended up. Yeah. there's a witch magic wing dam split, but it's both just solo projects. Oh. Right, okay. and then and then there's um uh, the one the friends put out, which is Thick Phase No Splash. They actually put out both of our records, like oh, our okay. full band records. Yeah. There's Thick Phase No Splash, one from like two years ago. And then the one we re- released in May, I think, is uh, Shifter Bliss, which is also Jimmy yeah. is, like, representing.
0: It's a really good album. Thank you. Is it, like, did you feel like it was well-received?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. And, like, honestly, like, the day we finished mixing, I was just, like, so ecstatic about it. Like... I, w- it's a, I like the album, and like, yeah. you know, usually when you're done recording something, you're like, oh you know, like, yeah. <laughs> that was a lot, but I'm really, I'm really proud of it, and I think like, it definitely got us a little, you know, a couple heads turned, or right? yeah. modestly, of course, like, I don't know.
0: And it seems like you guys have been able to, I feel like if, if no one likes your band, after a while, you can't tour. Yeah. I mean? so just the fact that you like continue it, it means that like it's going right, kind of. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I guess that's true. Like, people keep having us back, and yeah, you know, people show up to the shows in Baltimore, so <laughs> yeah, it's a really good thing.
0: <laughs> no, you know what I mean? No? Totally. It's like,
1: if you like blow ass in yeah. like you know, some random city, there, you know, try and hit them up again to go, you're yeah. Not- you know they're not gonna respond to you or you know they know or something
0: yeah
1: yeah shows have been getting like better and better too like every tour it feels like every tour we go on is just like a little better than the next
0: oh that's really awesome i remember austin telling me it kind of blew my mind i was like what was the best show and he was like lawrence kansas yeah it was awesome (laughs) (laughs) it
1: was so crazy (laughs) It
0: was so fun. I've had the worst shows of my life there. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: why was your show? Tell me why your show was bad, and I'll tell you why mine was good.
0: Like, the one, the one I, the most recent one was just straight up like a guy being like, it was like one of these dandy kid, like opening shows. There's just some, not many people at the show, and like there was like just one dude there just be like, You suck. <laughs> really? Yeah, like done that. Oh. And, like. I felt like I overly engaged. Like I, I, I get. I have this problem where I argue with hecklers. Ooh. And like, I feel like you shouldn't do that. With the marks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <so. laughs>
1: oh man! Did you get in a fight or something?
0: No, it was just like, I don't know. I'm. I've never been good with like dealing with hecklers.
1: Right, I can't believe someone said you saw,
0: <laughs> like, again and again. Really? Like, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my god! All right, well, that blows. Yeah. And let me tell you why I had an amazing time. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to like. No, no. Kick you when you're down, man.
0: Let it be known.
1: Um. Well, there was like the, it was like the first Friday, all the kids are back at school, and it's a oh, college yeah. town or something, and it's like the cool bar to go to so it was pretty packed and then the other bands we played with were rad weird like weird you would i would never think you know not to be like a stuck yeah like you yeah. just like random bands that were like super nice and super good and uh the middle of our set that everyone was like banging out to uh the bartender sent us over like a tray full of shots It was like, please keep playing. <laughs> and like, I don't know, there was just a ton of people there. And all the sound people, like, crew were really nice and we were receptive. And sorry that. Oh, no. no. <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> Actually, you no, know it's funny this time um, for this round robin tour. We were having trouble finding, like, Lawrence. Rappers to play, and like <laughs> Kansas as, rappers. Yeah, and like Easy was just like, "What if I just googled Lawrence rappers and we did it?" And the first thing that came up was Schoolboy Q, like a tweet that he sent out that was like, "Attention, all rappers, never play Lawrence." Rappers. Are you
1: serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a sign. Oh. <laughs> The second we stepped out of the car in Lawrence to just, like, find the venue and go wander around for six yeah. hours. The second I stepped out of the car, some, like, angry dude from across the parking lot, I stepped out and he looked over and goes, Motherfucking hippies! <laughs> and instantly, and I was like, me and Abe looked at each other and we're like, About to go down? Is this about to go down? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, now? <laughs>
0: I'd say there's probably more guys like that than the cool people that were at your show. Oh
1: shit. (laughs) You suck. Dude, if somebody said that to me, I would like probably cry later. Mm. But in the moment, maybe like swing the microphone and do like one of those like primordial hit him in the head, like (laughs) long shot tosses.
0: That would be tight.
1: Only if it worked, though. If it failed, it would just be like, I suck. I'm gone.
0: (laughs) Good (laughs) night, everybody.
1: Thank you for your honest opinion.
0: (laughs) Speaking of all that, what were these shows like? I know you did this. Did you do two Future Islands?
1: We're going on a second one.
0: Okay, okay. Well, we'll... (laughs) You can't see it, but she's doing the (laughs) catch. But what was the first one like?
1: It was amazing. Cool. It was really amazing. I mean, to go from, you know, hauling your own equipment to like showing up at a venue and having like a crew there, like pulling shit in. And like the real, there were a million crowning moments, but I feel like maybe the one that I appreciated the most was as soon as I was done playing. I took off my bass, and someone removed it from my hands. <laughs> I was just like, well, goddamn. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: That's-
1: yeah, it was, a, like, a, like an amazing honor to be there and, like, opening up for these dudes who, like, doing it right. Yeah. You know? Saw Future Islands play to, like, ten people in West Virginia. Yeah. And still have all the energy that they, they bring to, like, the big stage. It's just, like, amazing to see your friends, like, go really far away. And then to yeah. be a part of it and there and, like, playing as well. It's just, like, like, my grandkids are going to hear some of the stories from that tour. <laughs> Not all.
0: <laughs> Not suitable. Like, what what cities did you play?
1: We played two nights each in Boston, New York City, and Philly.
0: Oh, yeah. Did you play... The crazy ex-Spaghetti Warehouse.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> totally did. Oh, my God. So many people were talking about spaghetti. I was, <laughs> like, it was rad. I, I kind of went crazy at the stage diving. <laughs> like, did it, like, six times. I was just like...
0: In your set? Not my set. Right.
1: Future Highlights. I was just like... <sighs> like... that's sounds... I know. I got a little excited. It was very exciting, though. I can't be blamed.
0: Yeah. Where are you going next time?
1: Athens is one of them. (laughs) I should know this. That's okay. (laughs) Somewhere in the south. Yeah. Going in south. Wow.
0: Like the same deal, kind of, like a short run. Mm -hmm.
1: A little short run. We're doing four days. But we're, like, touring around it, too. It's funny. We're going from playing a house show in Newport News to, like, some huge show in Durham.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's
1: awesome. i know it's really great i was talking about it with austin today i was like i love the variety like yeah. i love like how every different style of show is super fun yeah
0: like, yeah
1: totally. big small
0: house you guys got a new album in the works
1: oh yeah yes we have like we have so many new songs and they're so badass and like I'm really excited. I mean I don't mean to be like egotistical about it, but like oh, yeah. I'm excited about this music that Wang Dan's making. They're like it's definitely another direction, but it is also definitely
0: dope. What's the direction?
1: I would say we're going a little a little heavier.
0: Oh, cool.
1: A little heavier. Um up in the crunch. But yeah, it's definitely getting like heavier, a little darker but still, like, maintaining that, like, lighter vocal interplay kind of, like, harmony thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maintaining that, but the instrumentation is getting, like, I don't know, we're at this point working with each other where I feel like we can just step it up, like, take a little risk and, like, step it up a notch and try something a little crazier. Yeah. It's like, we're all doing that at the right synchronicity to, like, just be like, whoa, we sound different. Oh, totally.
0: And it's cool. Thank you to Sarah for coming on the show. See you next week.